You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Richard Donner's Scrooged. You have no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am spectacular, sir. We also have DP Mike Griggs. Hello. Hey. We also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hi, hello. And uh, this is going to be our last episode for 2020. Yeah. Look at that. Wrapping it out with Scrooged. Closing it out. Goodbye, 2020. It's a strong close. Yeah, you know, Richard Donner, man, all, you know, like every, every time we talk about this guy, very, very solid filmmaker. We've talked about him so much that we've uh, elevated to calling him Dick. Dick Donner. Ah, oh, you've, you've graduated to Dick, huh? Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave that My one My parents alone. will be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. <laughs> Glad to see you still got the tree up, Mike. Hells yeah, man. It ain't, it ain't January yet. I was about to say, do you keep it up till New Year's? Yeah, usually. It's cool. I'll keep my Charlie Brown Christmas tree up till, you know, February. So this was uh, this was my first time watching this, and it feels no like I, way. I've been... Yeah, man. I don't know how I've gone this long and, and never watched it. I can remember at least two separate occasions throughout my life where someone else wanted to watch this, and it was either overruled or i was ruled too young they were like oh wait no it's rated r it's not pg-13 you can't watch it you're but it's pg-13 no it's rated r am i wrong no it's, yeah no, it's pg-13 maybe I'm, is it all right i'm totally remembering it's a that really wrong, hard i was thinking about that early what is it a hard pg-13 it's not there's a hard no f-bombs he says god there's damn no it sex in it uh he makes out that you there's nipples like areola <laughs> there's there's barely <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, I'm totally, am I? So I'm totally off base on this. You're right. It's PG-13. I must have been like I must have been like 10 or 11 when that happened, and I just put it later in my brain. This was like early in the PG-13 realm. You know, they they were like still yeah, feeling true. it out. What, what, what's, uh, yeah, what's, yeah. what's legit? I don't think there's anything really in this, even including the areolas, that would qualify as an R rating. So. Yeah, no, there's nothing in here. For, no, because yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's there's not enough violence. Uh, no. Nobody gets murdered. There's not enough nudity, and not they true. definitely don't even have Wait, any f bombs. Doesn't someone get murdered though? The old People man are, dies because yeah, the bomb because, uh, because Frank refuses to pay for him to get into the well, shelter. Well, okay, but but they showed him as a dead body. They did not show him being murdered. I don't think that qualifies frames. as an art. People, you can get murdered know. in any kind of movie. Well, sure. I'm just saying. In, People in terms get murdered of in violence. Disney movies. Okay, come oh, on. That is that is fair, including Bambi's mom. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain went. I almost said it. Mother. <laughs> uh, mother can't be with us anymore. The most traumatizing one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Lion King. Although that wasn't. Yeah, no, that wasn't a human that killed Simba. Mufasa. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was a very traumatic murder. I don't care if they were human or not. It was pretty not. traumatic. <laughs> Death via wildebeest. That was definitely more programming for cats. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was Robert Mitchum doing in this goddamn movie? What the fuck? Oh, oh. man. There's so, that, that's good. That's a good little cameo. He plays man. Plays a great like off-kilter boss. Do you know how many dogs there are in this country? <laughs> <laughs> I like when they show it later with the mice as they're actually yes. in, in the program. Yeah. And he's like, see, see, it works. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a great callback for sure. Oh, yeah. The the funny spoofs on uh, on well, I, I guess all the uh, ad commercials for this television. What was it? IBC or something like that. These those were all little funny gags. I, I enjoyed all those. Robert Goulet's uh, traditional uh, Cajun Christmas or whatever. <laughs> Silver bells. <laughs> and he's like overlooking over his shoulder at the damn crocodile coming, to, coming up to him. <laughs> Silver bells. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that opening Santa Claus movie, that, that looks pretty legit. I would love to watch that. Lee when Majors. No. <laughs> what was the title when, of it? It was uh, the day the reindeer died or something like that. Yes. <laughs> Man, when those elves opened the, the cabinet and there was just freaking machine guns, I was like, okay, I'm here for this. This is really? one Santa I was that's just going like, out the what front the door. Fuck? No, I was, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, why is this on TV right now? I was, I was so confused and, and I loved every second of it. Was this your first <laughs> viewing, Kristen? It was my second viewing. No way. I saw it for the first time, like, uh, I don't know, six years ago. So I remembered like some of it, but not all of it. Wow. I'm blown away by that because this is like a quintessential Christmas movie for me uh, ever since like, yeah, oh yeah, I love this movie. Wait, because I feel like I would not have enjoyed this as a child. Mm. I feel like that's why I didn't see it as a child. I wanted to see it just because of the uh, the skeleton hand on the poster. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, I that looks cool. <laughs> I think I saw this Dark. one. Was that prohibitively, pr like you know, just in passing? Like I saw pieces of it as a kid, and then by the time that uh, I actually had a chance to watch it, I, I had wanted to see it so much that it, I was going to love it no matter what. You know, mm. um, I think sometimes it's helpful to be predisposed to liking a movie. Like it's it's, it's like 
I remember many times walking by and seeing uh, my family watching or somebody watching Rocky Horror and seeing the big lips up on the screen. I'm like, what is that? You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of lots of super crazy visual stuff in this that really uh, stands out and sticks from my childhood memory. And I think it holds up really well. Uh, I mean, there's some boogers in it, but uh, it, it's it's extremely entertaining and, and and all the effects hold up pretty damn well. It was shot well. Yeah. It looks goddamn good for a comedy. It, it really does, yeah. It has no business looking as good as it does. <laughs> I, and especially, like, with all the improving that they were doing on set with, like, apparently Bill Murray yeah. was just, like, out of control on this fucking movie. Just, like, making shit up left and right. Which is interesting because he specifically... Asked for a rewrite on the script before he agreed to it. Like when he was finally ready to do it, he's like, "Yeah, but you got to fix this and this and this." Well, clearly they didn't fix it, which is why he was improving. That's yeah. No, there you go. But what's interesting is I I read something where he said that he said that only about twenty percent of it is him. Oh, so based on like the the cutting together of his yeah ad libs and improvs, or he was just... saying that he was saying that that uh, they were trying to move so quickly that he didn't even really get a chance to to play it out. Like they, he said, they were shooting it like a live TV show. Basically, they're just like popping stuff off and moving on. He never really felt like he got a chance to really give everything uh... that he wanted to give. So he said, in the final film, it's only about twenty percent of what of his performance is actually so in terms of like he needs like three or four takes in order to finally land on the jokes that he was working towards and then only gave him like one or two kind of thing yeah he's talking about like yeah takes that he enjoyed doing and what his take on the material getting through to the the finished product not his improv (laughs) because i think like he improv like everything like you know like the the (laughs) writers were losing their minds i think the writer said like oh there's only like 40 percent of like our screenplay made it to the fucking screen so it's just like, what happened here, guys? Like, what, you know? And I mean, Bill Murray was—he was paid six million dollars for this. Which really? is what was the budget? Ten, oh man, wow. it, uh, thirty-two. They only thirty-two. Oh, wow. wow. Oof. Didn't it only make like sixty? Yeah. And I, I've seen reports where everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I made over a hundred million dollars worldwide," but I haven't been able to find the worldwide numbers at all. Probably, so. definitely after DVD and VHS and, and all that, this movie definitely picked up an audience later. Huge. I, I remember this thing on HBO and then like on TBS. Oh, yeah. Forever. Yeah. yeah HBO H- made HBO this the Christmas classic that it is. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Scrooge Up with Ghostbusters Part 2 coming on later. <laughs> Bill Murray, double feature. Uh, yeah, no, I could totally see that. I mean, there's just like some tremendous talent on this. Like, fuck, Michael Chapman's the cinematographer. Music by Danny fucking Elfman. Oh, dude. From those opening credits, I was like, this is very Danny Elfman. And I looked it up and I was like, there he is. But it also yep. shows you how much he reuses shit. Like, <laughs> it does uh, sound a lot like yeah. uh, Edward Scissorhands and Batman Returns. It really does. Reuses shit or finds ways to to just make some of his... All that, la, 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 yeah, la, la, yeah. la, 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 All that, although, is completely sexy and amazing. yeah. Like that shot of when it's outside the window and, and like he's been he's already gone through all kinds of shit and then and then like we're outside of his office and he goes back and he pours himself a giant fucking glass of vodka with a with a, with a fucking thimble a little, little fucking tab literally splash of tab <laughs> he's like oh, and, I almost got some tab in there it cuts out the window and it does that la, 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 la. that sets tone so well yep yep it do, it makes it feel Tim Burton though it really does but it, uh, yeah, I think it helps I felt that the movie vibe a lot. for sure. It does, because, well, I mean, maybe that's why Tim Burton likes him so much, is because he can get some of that sort of quasi-creep factor in there, 
And I mean, the the Christmas Carol is not, it's a creepy story in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So you need some of that darkness in here. It has ghosts. <laughs> the fact that they were able to make this as much of a comedy as it is, I think is, is the payoff of a tremendous effort. I don't know. The, the script was like comedic from the get-go. Like that was the, the whole genesis for this thing. And like they, I, they, I think they sent it this to Bill Murray like two years before they ever started making it, and he passed on it because this was his first big starring role after Ghostbusters. Hmm. He did Ghostbusters, and they did uh, a, a drama called Razor's Edge. Has anybody seen that? Any nope. Guys? No, no. I, I haven't seen it either. Um, apparently, it's not well, very good. And hmm. um, it was uh, his first big dramatic role, and it didn't get perceived very well. And I think he got Wait, a little was upset he starring about that. in that. Yeah. He was the lead in that. Okay. Interesting. So Ghostbusters was 84. This was 88 or shot in 87. Yeah. So he had a couple years off then, huh? I, I remember he did like, uh, he was in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. Like a little part in that. Yeah. At the yeah, dentist he's office. The guy, he's the guy in the dentist office. I'm getting in a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which candy I thought- bar, candy bar, candy bar. <laughs> I thought it was weird that they had the Feed Me Seymour reference uh, in this film. He definitely threw that in. Yeah. He's throwing in weird lines everywhere. Like, he, he references um, Richard Pryor when he's, when the <laughs> when the guy got, gets caught on fire from the baked Alaska and is, like, going around the room. He's like, ah! 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 And he goes up there, he throws water. He's like, oh, sorry. I thought you were Richard Pryor. Um, it's because, apparently, Richard Pryor on a cocaine trip had set himself on fire. He, he was freebasing, and he caught himself... On fire. It happens. I mean, every time I've done that with cocaine, I've caught myself on fire. So, but. well, it's if not you, then the bed or you know, right. Around you, you know, <laughs> just you, you gotta. The the point is to have something flame retardant around while you're doing the cocaine. Well, that way, while you're doing that one, you can have the next one going. You know what I mean? It's just it's just really efficient. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. It's kind of like preheating the oven, as it were. <laughs> I don't know if your message was "don't do drugs." It was more like. Do drugs with a fire extinguisher is the message that <laughs> do, I heard. Out do of drugs that. smart. No, do it safely, <laughs> safely and smartly. Do, okay. do drugs like a, like a, like a Boy Scout. Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> do drugs like a Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what the Boy Scouts are known for. <laughs> <laughs> Which Boy Scouts troop are you in, Jared? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they want to be uh, outed like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tight-knit group. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Ooh. Ah. I was talking about uh, how good the, the movie was shot. One thing I did come across uh, trivia-wise I'd never heard before I thought was absolutely insane. Uh, Conrad Hall was originally the cinematographer for this. Shut no up. way. Like, like in prep or like worked on it for All like the way until and- production. How long did he work on it? I, I, what, I don't know what the pre-production schedule was, but yeah, he was there the entire time during pre-production, and like the, I think it was the week or two weeks before is when they got Michael Chapman to come in. Did Connie Hall leave? Was he fired? Did they, he was did fired. He just not interesting. Yeah. You're not good enough. Get <laughs> yeah. out of here. Conrad <laughs> freaking Hall. He won. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he was nominated for an Oscar the same year for Tequila Sunrise. So <laughs> like, oh, how would you let that happen? Did he do? Has he done something else with Richard Donner? Yeah, not not off the top of my head. I don't know. Hmm. But it, it seemed That's to me like uh, Bill Murray may have been the issue there. I don't understand how you don't get along with Bill Murray. Like, 
Man, a lot of people haven't gotten along with Bill Murray. Really? I actually can see really? that. I mean, I like Bill Murray, but I feel like he, it, if I were to ever meet him or work with him, like it could go either way, honestly, I feel like. But he's funny. I like him. You feel like it's it's all or nothing <laughs> with, with Mr. Murray? Yeah. You're either like, yeah, you're super cool, or oh my God, just shut up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the way like with most people, but like especially <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he throws temper tantrums and says some very like, you know, mean things to people. I think he told Lucy Liu and Charlie's Angels like you, you, she couldn't act. <laughs> Damn. Uh, That's harsh. Him and Richard Dreyfus got into some fights and uh, what about Bob? He threw <laughs> one of the lady producers in a uh, in a lake. Stop. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's, he's known for his, his outbursts and his, uh, you know, critical opinions. Okay. Well, he even okay. uh, he got into some like a uh, tiff with uh, was one of the Ghostbusters guys. Um, who was it that directed uh, Groundhog oh, Day? Well, uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's the reason we didn't get a third Ghostbusters is because of their little oh yeah. Thing. I do remember hearing about that. But apparently, they they kind of made up on Harold Harold Ramis's deathbed. But uh, <laughs> that's a good place to make up. I yep. Guess. <laughs> if you're gonna do it somewhere, we should have made stripes too. <laughs> yes. Yes, they should have. <laughs> Instead of analyze that or whatever the sequel was, well, oh, whatever. Man. <laughs> yes, those movies are terrible. Oh, yes, I will take another ground. You like day. analyze this? <sighs> analyze this. Analyze that was the second one. Analyze yeah, that no. was the second one, and it was it yeah. was terrible. Yeah, the the sequel's bad. The first one's pretty good. First one's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it was, that's worth watching. Yeah, um, Harold Ramis makes an appearance in this, looking a little fat faced. Does he? I missed him. Wait, where was yeah, he? Yeah, I I don't remember, but I uh, I watched it twice. But I, and the first time I caught it, he he was he did a cameo in this, like one of the people on set during the the live it performance. Just, it, thing? it just cuts quickly, you know, like it, it cuts to him and he's there and it cuts back. You see one of the one of the guys in the control room freaking out about the shotgun in their face. <laughs> it was way before that. But that how crazy is that? Is it that that dude's up there like swinging a shotgun around and like nobody down on the bottom floor gives a fuck? <laughs> They're like, we're not hearing any different directions than what we're normally used to. So we might as well continue on. Yeah. I've been in some live productions that are pretty, pretty crazy like that. I don't, I think the end of the movie's got some, got some issues. And I, I would say that, I don't know the, the whole shotgun business up top in the booth. I, that's least of my worries. It's just, it just goes on too long, you know. It's just it, it does. It does. It's not. Funny oh, his little and, his little like thing. Yeah, he he does drag it out. Yeah, the the whole big monologue thing at the end. It yeah, it's really drag drag out. I mean, there's some moments in it that are really good. But then oh, for sure. Like oh, when so uh, when Tiny Tim finally talks, I was like legit teared up. But there were definitely moments where where he's talking, and I'm just like, he's still talking. What is he even <laughs> talking about now? He's, he's like, he's <laughs> like, you can make someone a sandwich or give him a blanket. Just be like. Here, <laughs> here. Like, I get it now. Like, cool. So do we. I get it now. Cats and dogs living together in peace. <laughs> we no longer have mass hysteria. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting to me that that he had so many comments um, in all the press tours and interviews and stuff about being sad about things that that didn't make it into the cut, and yet. That particular scene was so long. Like, it, it felt like it was just like they had like four or five cameras going 
and they were trying to record live just like they were actually cutting for the scene and they were just like yeah no we have all this stuff we might as well just use it but in 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 like scope of the film though think about it like if you're trying to give this guy an actual arc (laughs) the last like 10 minutes is his like you know realization and it's only that Sure. Yeah. Like, like he, he he pops in and then he's just like, you know, goes off on this like hysterical mm-hmm. fucking crazed rant, you know, um, where he goes over and he fucking makes out with this like this, this like lady and <laughs> then like the, professes the his love ladies? to this woman who's been like in the wings for 15 years who just. <laughs> yeah, she was also like way too like immediately like, sure, let's just make out. Like, especially, yeah. Well, also, especially <laughs> their relationship's really weird. It was a law. Well, that you know, that's no, right, not yeah. the gold dancer, the girlfriend. Uh, like, uh, she was Claire. so immediate. Thank Claire. you. Yes, world Claire, Claire world. <laughs> it's interesting that he that she she's like cool. She gets a she gets a message from him, and then she's like, okay, cool. I'll go see if if there's anything wrong with him. And then she agrees to you know whatever. And then he instantly is a fucking asshole, and like just completely yes. like you know. Yes. And she's still on the hook. I'd have been like, bro, it's been 15 years and you're still a dick. I'm done. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I kind of think that speaks to her personality and that they're not a good couple and she still hasn't <laughs> learned anything from the last time they dated. And so I'm not surprised at all that she ran over to him and put up with everything still. And I'm like, I don't really feel, I guess my problem with this movie is that I don't really buy Bill Murray as like this evil Scrooge character when all you have all of these other people in the movie and I'm like, well, I don't think that they're supposed to be like, I'm not, I don't identify with them and they're not making good choices. And like, I, I feel like in the original Christmas Carol, like these people are just so pitiful that like you, of course you feel bad for them because they're just like really good, pure people. And in this movie, like everyone is just kind of a dick or <laughs> like Claire is like super sweet, but like in a really unhealthy way. <laughs> And so I don't know. I I didn't feel like this was like a really great story. I don't know. A great adaptation, I should say. I enjoyed it. It was funny though. And I like the the gold dancers a lot too. Heck yeah. I don't know. It almost kind of like fits though into like the the dark cynicism of the movie. Like just like I mean, he doesn't even reach out right to Claire to get in contact with her. The ghost or the one or whatever. It, it must be one of the Christmas spirits actually dial the fucking phone. Oh, really? oh, that's true. Like he doesn't. No, it, yeah, you're he right. He doesn't reach out and make that call. It was the boss. Oh, the whatever. brother. Oh. His brother was a really good person, and his brother, I was like, oh, like he should have been more of the main character. And his brother always believed in him, but not to the point of like foolishness. Even though right. his girlfriend, the brother's girlfriend, was like making fun of him the whole time, like she's kind of a dick too. Uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, I, I just, I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling it for all of the the characters that i felt like i should be rooting for what well, uh grace i see nothing wrong with her character oh yeah she was just boring i just didn't yeah she was fine <laughs> <laughs> boring <laughs> alfred woodard boring you're boring you're fine you know yeah, yeah. you know you've, you've I, love, I love that they take the little boy and and they're like, you know, what are we doing? Like, we're trimming the tree. We don't have a tree. <laughs> What's we doing? They get the little boy. <laughs> and she's like, don't plug him in. Don't plug him in. He, he just looks so great. sad. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, I think he looks more beautiful than last year. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get a tree? When they're free. When they're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's like, damn straight. It's real talk. All the vignettes were really cool. Uh, you know, anytime you cut away to 
Like just the, they, they they build the worlds really well. Like when they go back to his house and you see the entire street and it's all lit up with lights except for his just house the and one. it's yeah, yeah that it's was really solid. Oh oh, when he's like a little boy. Yeah yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I Merry like Christmas, the Frankie Angel. <laughs> yeah yeah, that was that was good. You're right. Is it a choo choo? No, it's five pounds of veal. <laughs> I want a choo choo. <laughs> then get a job. <laughs> go buy yourself a choo choo. Man, child labor laws are ruining this country. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I'm crying because of the inflation of the bill. <laughs> no, he was, he, he was like, 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 like a like, piece of meat. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a really, really $50 good worth of, of milk-fed veal. <laughs> but, you know, maybe the reason, well, one of the things that I also really couldn't get behind was Bill Murray. I mean, he's, he's like this awful character, but like, I loved him so much. Like when he, when that old woman dies from watching his promo and he's like, this is amazing. Put a, <laughs> put a disclaimer and run it every half hour. I was like, that's really smart. I support this. <laughs> I, I like totally. his, his assistant, that woman. And she's like, she, she, she's first, she's ready to console him because she thinks he's upset about it. And then she instantly changes and she's all smiles and she's like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> She should be that. She's a great assistant. Like that's yeah. that's how it should be. You know, people with heart problems shouldn't be in the room. Well, and like, <laughs> but, but like commercial man. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so just good. It was brilliant. great. I loved it. But and it's also like you're supposed to think that Bill Murray's a dick because he stole that cab from the old lady and then she curses them out. And I'm like, well, she was kind of a bitch. Like, what do you want? Like, I'd steal yeah. her cab too. Like, I don't. It's, it's New what? York. What? Welcome to New York. He flips her off. She curses him out. Like, yeah. okay, now you're a New Yorker. Cool. So, like, this is what I'm saying. Is like, I don't feel like they really established very well that <laughs> he's he an evil character. That, but he accepted that reward, that award for being like the humanitarian that was person. So funny. And then didn't give two shits about it and left it in the cab. Oh uh, well, that's because like, no. Did you catch him like flicking it to see if it was gold? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he did everything but like put it in his mouth and chew on it. Like, is this gold? No. No, it's not. So why keep it? Who cares? Okay, so do you think you would have? Do you think it would have been a stronger story if we had a little bit more? Like he's really, he's really a jerk. Yeah. Instead of instead of, I think mostly it being, being set up for jokes. Yeah, but but it was mostly jokes. Uh, most of the setups. It's a I mean, comedy. Like the, it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, thinking, it, yeah. Like how many goddamn uh, serious adaptations of A Christmas Carol do we fucking need? You can keep it a comedy. I'm just, I, uh, <laughs> look, I'm just saying he's not like a Scrooge in this, really. I didn't think. Real, what? I've had way worse He even said by humbug to Claire, <laughs> to her face. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> I didn't he's buy dead. it. He's no, because Claire's like, I have to go. Claire's like, I, or not Claire. Uh, the uh, His uh, secret Grace was like, I have to go take my kid to the doctors. And he's like, if you don't work late, then I don't work late. And it's like, okay. If I go work late, then I can't work late. <laughs> like, I just didn't buy it. Like, he doesn't seem like a bad character. Like, he just seems, like, stressed out. Your cute little kid drew a picture of Santa Claus and you. Look how many fucking fingers. There's 11 fingers. This can't be on the wall. Fuck you. What? No, that is. <laughs> No, something's wrong here. <laughs> I like that they did show that, was, that he was yeah, a he was a workaholic. You know, he he actually worked to get where he was. You know, they cut to the crazy fucking Christmas oh party gosh. where that chick's yeah. running around like xeroxing her ass, going, yeah, like, "Merry Christmas! Here's my ass. <laughs> Here's my cute little butt." <laughs> 
the boss is like, did you see this? You're still working right now? <laughs> you know, and actually that would have been, uh, I did enjoy that a lot to show that uh, he's kind of Scrooge-like in the fact that he works a lot and he neglects the people around right. him. And so I feel like that could have been another angle and it was still humorous. That was a very funny scene. And it showed him like being a Scrooge and poor Claire for once because she's a little crazy. But, you know, could have done that more. Karen Allen's always a little crazy. <laughs> she's always smiling. Right? <laughs> she is. She never is not she smiling. She really is. But she play she plays hurt really well. Like like when he basically when they, when their their breakup scene at, on the frisbee show, mm-hmm. where oh, he man. puts the head back on and all that, and she just stands there and she looks at him and she's like, "I'll just tell him that you know you got held up or whatever." I love that that you know, but that that shows his 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 dickishness. Like he just I didn't think so. I don't I don't really? know. Well, here's the here's the thing that I have with that is you know. You're very forgiving to Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I think there's like some kind of crush going on here or something. No, uh, <laughs> definitely not. But the thing is, is that, I mean, I've uh, he's clearly has ambition. He's clearly trying to work. It's not like he's being a dick on purpose. It's just that his priorities aren't going and doing this thing that she, like, what, like there was like, there was like a, he was like a dinner that they had plans with a dinner with their friends. And he was like, right. schedule. Cause I'm not going to get this opportunity. Who knows when I'll get this opportunity again. I need to take this for my career. And like, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get that. I don't know. Is that, that's, that's being a dick. You should say, no, sorry. I'm not going to advance my career because I'm going to have dinner with my friends who I see all the time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Stop making good points, Kristen. Jesus. I don't know, though. Like, I mean, if that was the if that was the only time, though, because we only get one glimpse. And like, this is the the part where she's telling him goodbye. And he's he's not even listening to her in this fucking scene. She's like, literally, like, I think we should split apart. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I will meet you at the restaurant. I may be late. You know, like they're going out of the way in the scene to show you that he is actively not listening to a fucking word she is telling him. So, it, it, I mean, and he's like already on his break and he has plenty of time to listen to his boss and the hot, uh, you know, receptionist or whatever the fuck she is, the hostess <laughs> that like everybody apparently wants to bang. So I don't know. No, he, he's, he's a dick here. He is like very dismissive of her and it, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like she's even telling him goodbye and he's just completely fucking unaware he's like you know he's all about frisbee the dog (laughs) i don't know they were like 15 seconds yeah i was gonna say yeah you're doing a fucking live show he's at work and she just showed up at his work and was like let's have a conversation about us like that i think that's out (laughs) of line no no, they made plans no they made plans right like she was gonna they were gonna go to a um uh, uh, dinner together right yeah after the show and she talks to him during like a 45 second commercial break Maybe it's a two-minute break, but she only had about 30 seconds to actually talk to All right, to so, guys, based off of the other scenes right, that were in this movie before, I would say the context is, is he doesn't give a shit, and he wouldn't listen to her regardless of whether it was a live show or not. Context well, clues. Maybe he, just doesn't, <laughs> maybe he just doesn't know that knives aren't a good Christmas present. Like... No, like, like giving your girlfriend a vacuum or... No, like a, man, they cut cans, broom. bro. <laughs> Jinsu knives. Jinsu, she's like Jinsu knives. he's like these are pretty cool i saw this on an ad of one of my shows <laughs> he probably produced the ginsu commercials 
uh, for his <laughs> I, I, ICB network. Okay, so actually, hold on. That would have been really funny and also very dickish if he had made a like a knife commercial and then like took yes. it from the set yes. to give it to her as a gift. Then I would be like, yes, I hate him. Like, but as it is, it's just like, well, maybe he's just not thoughtful. Like, yeah, right. I get what you're saying, Brian. Like, I do get it, but I'm just, I, I, I feel like he prioritizes his career over her. And I, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, okay, yeah, that's dickish, but like also, like you need to make money. Like, um, is that, I don't know. I feel well, yeah, then you just this. probably shouldn't be in a relationship with that person if you can't, right. you know, if, yeah, spend time with them. Yeah, so, you know. And that's what happened. And he regrets it, though. That's the whole point of the movie. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm <laughs> just like saying. the whole thing of the movie. Like, I'm just saying it seems like two people who were mismatched, not he's a dick and fucked up his life because he's a dick. You know, that's all I'm saying. I, I hear you. But he's also a dick. <laughs> all right. <fine. laughs> he is. All right. He, he is. I feel like it could have been more. It could have been more. It could have been more. That's all I'm saying. You guys were victim blaming the lady that got the cab <laughs> stolen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were. I was. I was trying to figure out how she was a bitch because I was. I was thinking he. Cause she, like he runs over, and gets in front. He's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. You dropped something." She turns around and he gets he, in. He she's grabbed like, it from her and threw it on the ground and then said, "You dropped something." And then, and then, then she's like, and "Then she's like, oh please, sir, please." And he just like flips her off, basically like "fuck you." Oh, uh, I just love how fast she turned. That's that's really what I loved about it. Where she's like, "Oh, that is so fucker." Uh. What does he tell the cabbie? He's like, "I'll give you an extra twenty dollars if you punch it now." Quick <laughs> <laughs> like, leave. <laughs> oh my god, it would have been hilarious if the grandma had pulled out like a knife or something. Like I would have really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe, man. Oh, classic. I think on that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer. I'm going to catch my breath. We'll be back. 7 o'clock, Psycho sees Santa's workshop, and only Lee Majors can stop them. In the night, the reindeer die. Be here. You can't show that commercial. That thing looks like a, the Manson family Christmas special. Think I'm way off base? Yes, you're, well, you're a tad off base, sir. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security. Have them change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call the county. Stop his bonus. Watch out. Ah! He's a thoughtful boss. Thanks, boys. Get the nurse. A generous brother. What did he give you last year? Uh, I don't remember. A shower curtain. Did you hear him? I think you dropped something here. And a true humanitarian. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We've tried crazy glue. Have you tried staples? But his life is about to change. That was a good one. You are going to be visited by three ghosts tomorrow at noon. God, tomorrow's bad for me, Lou. As a matter of fact, the whole rest of the week is a washout. Anyone who thinks he hates Christmas is wrong. Go back to Jersey, you moron! It's ghosts he hates. Karen Allen. It sounded like you'd seen a ghost. A ghost? John Forsythe. 
Bobcat Goldthwait. Hey! You'd rather see me or is this a shotgun in your pocket? <laughs> you know this one? Everybody knows this one. Let's go now. Now does everybody know this one? <laughs> Carol Kane. Robert Mitchum. I really care. David Johansson. Oh, I'm having the weirdest day. See Bill Murray get Scrooged. Hey, back off, big man. That may work with the checks, but not with me. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Scrooged. That's a pretty good trailer. That trailer trailer. makes me want to go watch it again. Like, holy shit. It emphasizes all the funny funny moments in a really good way, for sure. I totally agree. Totally agree. The toaster bit is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, man. I, I, I always loved Carol Kane. She, she was great in Princess Bride. She's great here. Um, she's the best thing in Kimmy Schmidt. I think, <laughs> I think she's my favorite of the ghosts. <laughs> it, wait, it, uh, I haven't seen that show. Is she the best thing on that? She's the crazy neighbor, yeah. She's pretty great. Yeah. Okay, but I hate that's actually her dress in this, her outfit in this is probably the one that I hate the most. And I can't decide if it's supposed to be bad and it's bad on purpose or if it just didn't like translate as well as some of the because like some of the other outfits, like especially like the gold dancers are so tacky that I love them and they're perfect. <laughs> and I'm like, does this just not come through the way that the like the other tacky outfits did or like is it supposed to be bad on purpose and i can't decide i think she's supposed to be a little shitty like even like the way she flies around it's just like <laughs> it's 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 just really bad and i, I think it's supposed to be on purpose i think so yeah, yeah. I, her outfit's the one that her i just look at dance. it and i hate it so much <laughs> or yeah her shitty little dance number she does i love when they go to the her, the brother's christmas party and he goes looks like a beer commercial and she goes, oh, my God, it's a party. I'm so glad I wore my pretty dress. <laughs> the bitch hit me with a toaster. <laughs> you know, watching the trailer, uh, there were several guns in that. And apparently, I can't remember if we talked about this already or not. But apparently, um, when this came out in the 80s, people were not prepared for the amount of gun violence that they oh we did because we talked about the the gun and the control room at the end and like watching it now like i obviously didn't see this in the 80s i watched it a few years ago for the first time and so seeing someone at a disgruntled employee pull a gun in a control room i'm like oh that happens but apparently (laughs) people were not (laughs) prepared for that And that was like part of the reason that audiences were not fond of it in the 80s was because there was too much like gun violence in it, which I thought was really interesting. Fascinating. Oh, how far we have fallen as an American country. (laughs) Yeah, that's really crazy considering that like Richard Donner's booked in movies to Scrooge is Lethal Weapon or Lethal Weapon 2. He did that on both sides of this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe wow. because this is a Christmas movie. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, bad. it's like the 80s. Like, oh, that's all I think of is like just. Is guns. Yeah, just insane. <laughs> massive guns. Violence. Yeah, gun violence. Yeah. Guns and people getting like, you know, hacked to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, even the uh, the Santa Claus <laughs> opening opening movie with with all the elves and the guns and what's his name? The $6 million man comes in. Lee with Majors. The- <laughs> 
<laughs> I like how it's, Dude, it's, it's it is actually Lee Majors. It actually like, Lee like Majors. He shows yeah. up. <laughs> but that that freaking gun that he has was actually the same exact prop from uh, Predator. Oh, oh really? The minigun that uh, who is it in Predator? It's uh, it's Jesse Ventura, right? Isn't I'm not sure one? who actually had the gun. Isn't, um, that, isn't that him? I think it's him. But I, I love his reaction to when Santa goes. And you've been a very good boy this year. And it cuts to Mrs. Claus. She's like, you sure have. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, he's just thinking paycheck, paycheck, yeah. paycheck. <laughs> anyway, gun violence. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. Man, this is a Santa that goes out the front door. <laughs> Santa's going to kick some ass. <laughs> I did really enjoy the, the ghosts in this movie. Like, just, just how... They're they're like all a little bit vindictive, which is which is kind of funny. Yeah, I enjoyed the, all of the ghosts, and I loved actually the ghost of the future, I guess, in the elevator when he opens the robe and it has all. Oh the my little... god! Oh, I was like not I was not fully prepared for that, and that was really <laughs> fantastic. Honestly. I like that he opens it twice. He goes he goes. Wait, he looks at it again. He's like, did it's we do that? <laughs> That's a really good. That's really good. You know we're gonna get some calls for that. <laughs> I like the little, uh, the little old lady that's like stuck in the chest. She's like, Arr. <laughs> who's the who, who's the um the the taxi cab driver? He's the one that sticks out in my mind from a from like from childhood, being totally over the top. But you know, I also came across him years later. He's a musician. Yeah, I forget Wait, who is what his stage name is. Uh, there's music videos and stuff with him, and yeah, he's got a really off the wall stage name. Oh, it's Sting. No, <laughs> get out of here! You're out. You're out. I'll be walking fields of gold, <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> Frankie Angel. Uh, speaking Niagara of musicians, uh, Paul Schaefer is in this, and uh, fuck, who's the other guy that was in the band? Um, I want to say it's Wynton Marsalis or something like that. In the the band on the street that is like, can't they get this riffraff off the street? Oh there, yeah, yeah. I like that, someone like, else crazy famous Christmas song they were playing. Yeah, it was really good. Damn okay, it, I can't Buster, find it. Buster Poindexter, Buster Miles po- Davis. That's, that's who it is. Buster Poindexter. That was gonna drive me nuts. Okay, and his song is hot, hot, hot. You know that song? Wait, feeling hot, hot, hot. That one? It, is that him? I don't know. No, that can't you're asking be. the wrong guy in this one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna step back from this part of the conversation. Yep, it is him. <laughs> what that song? Hot, it's hot, like, hot. That's not him. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. That's him, dude. Stop. I just looked it up. It's Buster Poindexter. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it's used in every salsa commercial. <laughs> yeah, it was. Still is. I can't Goodness. imagine the Ghost of Christmas Past singing hot, hot, hot. That's kind of blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I mean, he was smoking the entire time he was on screen. <laughs> to the point that he was hotboxing when he first I just got sent out of the car. The, uh, I just sent everybody Gosh, the, uh, the commercial for that, or the uh, the actual music video for Hot, Hot, Hot. So you can see how he looks. He, he, he looks a little different. Hmm. Conga lining and everything. <laughs> Lots of steel drums. His, his actual name is David Johansson. He goes by Buster Poindexter. That sounds really, really familiar. Like he's super famous or something. Oh my gosh, man. His photo on IMDb, the, 
looks he totally looks different. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, he, lo- he looks like Mick Jagger's fucking uncle. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> 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 but um, <laughs> but you know, but he he plays that role so well as the ghost of Christmas Past. Like it, it just it's such an over the top like character, and I, I just I love his cab with all the Christmas shit in it. It's 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 fucking excellent. Yep. Yeah. I do really enjoy how they introduce him as the ghost of Christmas past where he's he looks at his his cabbie license and that's what <laughs> oh, tells yeah, him. that's his name. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he he's like how do you know my name? He's like I'm the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that transition sequence too where like uh he ends up on the TV and and the kids show. Oh dude, and yeah. Then it, yeah. It, it cuts it's to It's a yeah. bone, you silly dog. <laughs> And then it cuts to the sound stage. Uh, I, yeah, I thought that worked really well. That was, that was a nice. There's a bunch of nice uh, transitions like that. I noticed that in um, in HD as we were watching it, which you know you could really see the makeup drawn on his face. They like put these little red X's and like stuff in, in like red pen or whatever on his face to make his face look like it was all broke out. Oh, you're talking about the ghost. The ghost, yeah. They, they did that on all of them, especially like in the, the stage makeup at the, at the end where they're actually doing the, the real show. You yeah. know, you actually have the theater actors in there. Uh, like the Ghost of Christmas Pass has the same little red ex, uh, little etches in his face. Just part of makeup, but, you know, you, you would never see it normally, but watching the Blu-ray, you totally you pick up all these little details out of the... I did not see that. I, I enjoyed the DVD version, so it was <laughs> nice and You watched it def. properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the way it was intended. <laughs> but that being said, all the effects really hold up, man. Even him going through the glass, yeah. you know, all of totally. that. Totally, it, it, totally. It, it, from, from being 1988, we've watched way more movies look, look like shit as far as the, the fucking uh, effects go. And this just really holds up. Yeah, the only one I, I'm, I'm a little critical of is uh, when the ghost of Christmas Past goes through the door, and Bill Murray can't. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, can't yeah, go through yeah. It, and he's got looks looks back. a little like Quantum Leap. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like I know, I know Nailed we can do it. better. I know Nailed we can do it. better, guys. Um, yeah. But I mean, outside of that, no, I, I think yeah, I think all the effects look really good. The puppet stuff looks good. The big hand, you know, the the big the big yeah. skeleton hand, and it's kind like, of funny he, he, too. Oh yeah, no, that's so great. I, I love like how they got they had. Uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future is that one? Yeah, the, the yeah. Grim Reaper or whatever. He he grows, <laughs> he grows on on the screen. Yeah, know? man, that was just a that was just a brilliant gag. Like excellent like introducing him as the actual character in the 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 live show in the elevator first, and then oh, having that, that become so well. the dude. It's it's freaking brilliant, man. Well, they they throw you. They throw you because like oh, at totally. the beginning of the movie they yeah. make you they, they make you think that you're watching some fucking Santa Claus fucking massacre film, and then and then they throw you like okay now okay all right we're we're getting in the world we understand what's happening yep. Yep. and then there we're we're so accustomed to uh, you know things popping out at him or like him walking into situations uh, that it just makes sense but also there's it, there's an edge of cheese on that the first one you see where you're like eh, eh. you know everything's looked pretty great up to here but then <laughs> it's just a really cheesy mask. But I do like that the actor inside the mask has a really deep voice. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy's going places. Yeah, I never bought that for one second, even when I was a kid seeing this. You know, oh, it's really? like, yeah, it's, it looks so cheesy. It stands out as like, you know, it's it's different. 
It's like in those old cartoons where like uh, they have a plate for something, and you, and you can tell when a character is going to go pick an object up, like a rock, because it stands oh, out yeah. because it's drawn. Oh different. yeah, yeah, because the la- the layer, yeah, yeah. You, you know, layer. it's just like things you can notice as a kid. And when you get to this, it's just like, oh wait, this looks way crappier than the other two ghosts. Yeah, it, Claire's makeup in in HD. Um, in old age, when she's like, you know, sitting around with her old crones, and oh my god, and, she looks like she's just like painted on white. She's painted white, but then they yeah. did the they did the, like the thea- the theatrical. Uh, uh, you know, if you're on stage and trying to make someone look old, you draw lines, you mm, define yeah, the age yeah. lines because out in the audience, it just looks like they've actually you know they've sunken in. They did the same thing with her makeup, but like the close ups of her. Um, I, I like the ghostliness of that. You know, I, I like the scene, but the, but her makeup kind of threw me out of it. I don't know. That was one of the few moments that I really didn't like. Like that that just felt so completely unbelievable to her character and all of her crazy goodness that that was that that felt more like um his imagination than it did feel like a, right. oh this well, is the th- actual that's all future. it is anyway which is right? you know yeah for sure but but i don't know that one that one kind of threw me a little bit she would never take his advice and and, and right. say fuck the homeless right especially homeless homeless children who, who, who are yeah. standing there that, with their fucking hands out like I mean, that's it, what it, I'm it, saying it, everyone's yeah. a dick in this like who are you supposed to root for yeah it they gets the point across out. but it's just it's, well no it's she's so being more like Bill Murray in that scenario yeah you know, she's being more like Frank I like I, I understand <laughs> the sentiment behind writing that scene it just doesn't I don't think it works at all like it, it's so completely like breaks from her character that that it doesn't it doesn't sell what the point of that is supposed to be for me it doesn't it doesn't work i don't hate it but i'm not in love with it so much to start defending it so <laughs> well, i'll leave it there no oh, kristen what no no well, well yeah no, 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 don't let it go no let's hear it <laughs> <laughs> no i was going to ask um what what was it that bill murray said to her that made her launch into that whole sequence. That made that whole sequence happen. I, what? If you're gonna save someone, save yourself. Yeah. I actually okay. And this is where I was gonna go, and you guys can yell at me again since I victim blamed the old woman in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually don't think that's bad advice for her because, based on the little context that we've gotten, how much does she prior? I don't know. I don't know if if. Uh, just based on context and what I know about like her character, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably good advice. I think a lot of people, especially women who give a lot of themselves, which Claire seems to do, um, should prioritize themselves. That is a problem. That's a thing, and he's not wrong. That's all I was going to say. I didn't. I don't think she's taking it to, to that be, level. She doesn't need to take it to yeah. that level. She doesn't. Right, yeah, right, right. But yeah. I don't think it's bad advice. That's all I was going to say. Right. Well, th- th- I mean, that's kind of my point. Like that—that's—that's <laughs> that's, that's taking, taking, uh, receiving advice and maybe taking it too far to like a, an ultimate extreme that just goes so beyond. Like it, it's even past parody to me. Like it's it's so far beyond what she could conceivably do. Yeah. Based on everything that you've established for 15 years of her history, that like oh oh five years in the future now she's gonna be like fuck the children like what no yeah it's just yeah more- you can you can get that idea across in a in a more believable way that's that's what I'm trying to say yeah I think that actually would be a very interesting story to see how she would get to that point and I don't think they really did it I feel like the ending was very rushed 
considering which is strange considering that bill murray has like this crazy long monologue at the end (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i feel like the ending could have been handled a little bit better could be just like here (laughs) yeah they're just he's just like oh my god i realized something and then i get it now showing like they showed like i don't know I would yeah, have handled it that much that was something that I felt like I was missing. Like every other version of the Christmas Carol, like he goes and like he's buying the giant turkey for the family. He's giving the presents to the people who are asking him for money. He's like actually doing all the things, right? Like it's it's a it's a physical display, and he's actually giving away stuff. This one, he's just like, hey, you should give a sandwich to a homeless person. Like, cool, you haven't actually done anything to like sacrifice from yourself like how how have we seen that you're but any he gets different it now but he gets it now <laughs> you know that so that i mean like it had had they had like even one scene where he stops by the homeless shelter and like gives a blanket to the guy that he saw that froze to death or you know something like that on his way there would have just done a lot more for me for him to like actually realize it beyond like a 10 minute monologue where like yeah Cool. You all right? You said the same thing again. That you you got it. We get it. That you get it. Cool. You laughed along the way. Mission accomplished, Griggs. <laughs> okay. And I was saying, and and there was cringe along the way. You can't tell me that when he was in that coffin and his feet were on fire. Oh no, that, like, no, that no, was no, a great don't moment. Don't burn me, please! Don't burn me! Don't burn me! <laughs> that was a great moment. That was a great moment for sure. Yeah. That when has his, made me when his actual brother is playing his brother and he's at his own funeral. Yeah. That was a great moment. Yeah, it was awesome. But how do you go straight from that to him just giving a monologue on live TV to the world? <laughs> Making out with a hot dancer chick to then profess his love to the world two minutes later to the woman from 15 years ago that he dumped. Ah, she need, dumped him. More. Hold on. She broke that's up with fair. him. That's okay, fair. Go on. He didn't give a shit that she dumped him. That's probably a better he way to say He didn't notice, it. I think. <laughs> he was like, why aren't you here? It's been like four hours. What's going on? I thought you were picking me up. <laughs> we were supposed to meet. We were on a break. <laughs> oh, my God. I could totally see like several hours after that him calling and being like, where are you? Like, I don't know. He's like combing his mullet. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Can oh, we talk about his really bad so hair? Short. It is really distracting in those past scenes, man. It is so distracting. It's like the only thing you can look at. Oh, but it's, it, it's like Fraser level, like mullet curls it's super funny though like i'm with like the major receding hairline yeah i know yes Yes. i didn't mind the hair i mean i don't like enjoy mullets but like i feel like it fit (laughs) fit with the movie thank you for qualifying (laughs) don't don't you dare lie this is a place of honesty (laughs) if you have a mullet that you'd like to send to Kristen, you can send that to the movie crew pod at gmail.com or the movie crew sorry Let's just specify pictures, pictures of the mullet. Please yeah, do not, not send the actual, actual mullet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Send, 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 send us a send us a freezer bag with your mullet. <laughs> uh, Christmas comes but once a year. <laughs> Christmas mullets. <laughs> Were there any extras in your uh, your Blu-ray? Not a damn one, man. Or your DVD? I could. I could, no. It was a Blu-ray. I, I oh yeah. yeah what I was, was on the DVD? Oh man, I didn't even look at it. Like I, I finished it about ten minutes before we started recording, so I didn't. Oh even wow! Have time to like look wow. through. Wow, slacker. Okay. Yeah. Today was. 
You know, well, as I've established, harsh, but it's this was not a movie I was going to watch with my children. They're spending the night with the grandmothers tonight, so you know. It's PG thirteen, bro. They could have seen it. There's nothing wrong with they could have. They could have. There was barely nipples in that one scene, so Areola. it was probably totally fine. And you had to look. <laughs> you had to look to see it, honestly. Why are you staring so hard? What are you looking at? <laughs> they're, even, they're barely even there. You can't even see anything. I want to see her nipples. <laughs> they can barely see her nipples, and they're looking really hard. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, it's a valid oh. point. I appreciated that scene a lot. Honestly. The mayor but from that's, my, what was it? Uh, oh, from from uh, Groundhog Day. Yes, yeah, Groundhog Day. That's what it was. Uh, now he, that wasn't the mayor from Groundhog Day. The mayor from Groundhog Day was his dad. Oh, that's right. Did I just, uh, did, did I just blow your mind? But um, that whole sequence with with the uh, with the nipples uh, is the uh, beginning <laughs> of keep, the. Just keep saying it, Jared. Just keep nipples. saying it one more time. Luscious it's not really nipples. Chris- I don't want to give like a false impression <laughs> to anybody who has areola. <laughs> Luscious Christmas areola poking like over the top. Really lush, even it's just like. There's- a hint of areola. Look, Kristen, it's, it's been a while, so it was very luscious it was like to a, me. <laughs> it was like a setting sun. It's like um, you're watching the sunset, and you're like, oh, it's almost gone. Oh, but I can still see the sun. Oh, yeah. PG-13 like... films. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like Rosemary's Baby, you know? You just wanted to see her around the corner. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe, like the gun violence, nipples were also very rare, and so this was a really big deal in 1980-whatever. But, like, now you can it. just, like, watch, like, a red carpet show and see the same amount of areola. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big Well, hell, back then you had to find porn in the woods. You couldn't just <laughs> open your phone and just type in, you know, boobs and find, like, massive amounts of, of, of like, shirtless women. <laughs> you, There's been more nudity during a freaking super bowl halftime show than in this movie that's true but anyways th- this 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 scene is the beginning of the torture that the uh, censor lady goes through oh my god i love oh, it yeah. every that single ends, time that ends every in her time. completely bandage and then she totally like takes advantage <laughs> of superman or of lex Luthor's dad yep and like yep. uh <laughs> lex, Luthor's rex, rex Luthor. uh what's his uh, name rex Luthor. no his Next name Luthor? was um Lionel Lex, Luther. Lionel Luther. Rex Luther. Smallville. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty classic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking about John Glover, of course. I'm talking about John Glover, yes. obviously. Uh, what obviously. Are you guys, what obviously. are you guys thinking about her, like, mounting him at the end and, and like, taking advantage of him being tied up? You know, you know I don't feel like it was rape. inappropriate. There was, uh, there, was, there was mistletoe present, so... Let's 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 switch was, gender roles there. Hold on. What if it had been a woman that was tied up, <laughs> and then a man would to go over on top. Switching of Switching gender roles would have been utterly terrible and that's right. So horrible. like ah, hip, hypocrite, Griggs. No, 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 no. Because this is this is female empowerment. Unlike Wonder Woman eighty four, this oh, is female oh, really? empowerment. <laughs> Kristen, please weigh in. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Men A woman saw what she se- wanted, and she she took advantage Men of that can moment. Also be Come sexually on. assaulted. There, there. No, there was. You're not wrong. Th- there was a mistletoe, so the mistletoe rule is in effect. Listen, I will let you That's know that if anyone approaches me, whether I'm under mistletoe or not, and I am not into it, it is a problem. So I don't really care if a man is under mistletoe or not. It is not just an invitation to grab it. Like, people don't lose the fact that they're people just because they're under mistletoe. So, no, it's not. No, sorry. No. 
Kristen says, not cool. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 2020, you take it again. <laughs> I was thinking about taking my, my easy rig and then hanging a piece of mistletoe off the front of it and like walking around. <laughs> uh, seeing, you know, kind of like, like, you know, how you hold a carrot in front of I like, like a, a, a like rabbit it. to make it run. Listen, my, my easy rig has the serene arm, so I'll just let it spin around and it'll just, you know. If you happen to radius. see a person hanging out underneath your mistletoe who's waiting for something to happen, like, I mean, again, you should have, like, a consensual conversation. Don't just attack the person. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not saying mistletoes are totally out of fashion. Like, hang one up, see how it goes. But also, consent is important, okay? That's good. That's good advice. You just got so, you, know, uh, you, you, you lock eyes. Yeah. I see, you, I see you got some mistletoe over there, huh? Yeah. Uh, are, you know, it's kind of like when you start a date. Like, are we going Dutch? Or, you know, like, you know, I, I, sometimes this, you got to ask these questions. Is this a questions. mistletoe situation? Or are yeah. you just leaning in the wrong position? Do like, the mistletoe where, what's, rules what's apply? <laughs> Dear Has anyone here God. ever kissed anyone under a mistletoe? <laughs> Anybody? Not without uh, previous non-mistletoe rules. Applying. Yeah, I feel like I might. I probably yeah. did with a guy that I was dating at the time, but like that's not. That's not. I don't think that's what you're asking. So it doesn't. We would have probably yeah, kissed no. anyway. So it doesn't count. I don't remember mistletoe being a thing. Yeah, a thing that much. It's only in movies. You never hung mistletoe. Wait, I always hung. We no, always hung never mistletoe. in our house. We always hung mistletoe in our house. We don't kiss in our house. <laughs> no, we just don't have like weird plants, so we have feeling. to be like, "Oh, this is how we have to show emotion." I hope the kids don't eat it, or the or the cats don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, first of all, train you your animals. Look, train your animals. Also, they can watch TV. It's fine. Um, but that's, then, right. that's right. And this little toe is hung. Like, how? Is, look, if your cat can get up there to eat, like, like that's impressive. Like, no, they no. They climb no. inside the Christmas tree. They go to the top. They jump off the star. They <laughs> swing across the chandelier. They grab the mistletoe, and then they think it's catnip, and they start eating it. And like, wow, wow. Yeah, it sounds to me like you hung the mistletoe wrong. That's what I'm <laughs> six feet away, six feet distance, Jared. Oh, that's right. You got to go for the COVID rule. <laughs> COVID rules for mistletoe. They definitely apply. You're right. Actually, all of my previous statements about mistletoes are now void because <laughs> I did not take into account COVID. So I yeah. feel like there are new rules and I don't know them. Oh, yeah. I just don't ever remember mi- being, you know, like mistletoe being a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, we always had mistletoe in our house. I don't know. <laughs> Man, but traditions. But- but back to the lady who, who molested uh, uh, <laughs> Lionel Luther. Man, you can't let that go. <laughs> no, I, I just think it's funny that, that, you know, she got her ass beat the entire time. So the I think entire she kinda, time. She, she kind of she kinda deserved a little Hold a little on. Smooch. Again, no, because again, no, no, no. If the roles were just reversed, you, you get no. your ass beat. It doesn't mean you could rape people, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk right there. Are you sure? Because I got my ass kicked really good. <laughs> I feel like that's the whole argument that incels make, and so no. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's a boo boo. If, if you kiss it, it heals better. <laughs> oh my god! God damn it, Jared! God damn it! Longest goddamn setup for a joke ever. <laughs> uh, oh, Jared! Uh, we have ratings here. I think we're at ratings <laughs> after that junk. Who's going first? Anyone, anyone. Like letting it just ride. Bring it home, Jimmy. Okay, so I was thinking, 
I'm really interested to know what you guys rate this. That's why I was just kind of letting it breathe there a little bit because Rotten Tomatoes says that the tomato meter is a 71% and the audience score is a 71%. So that means that it is dead on. Everybody loves this movie the same. So it makes me wonder, are we going to love this movie the same? Because my childhood would put this movie at a 10 because this is a fucking, you know, it's a fun movie. But then looking back on it, I'm leaning to the 7, 8 realm on this film as well but i do think it's one of the best christmas movies i I I think it's a fun fucking christmas movie it's more of a christmas movie than die hard don't kill me uh you know because it actually is a fucking christmas movie but die hard is a christmas movie it is because it's set at christmas just as much as fucking the princess bride and lethal weapon um (laughs) what (laughs) what is the princess bride set at christmas what of course it is. There's a fucking Christmas what? tree, and he's bringing over a Christmas present to his fucking grandson. What? Oh, wait. Okay, wait. You're, you're not even talking about the book he's reading. That's the book ends of the movie are set at Christmas. No, the, 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 that's the, the whole story is Grandpa telling the story, story to the kid. The story is told during Christmas. Yeah, but that's right. not the, the movie. Told We're being st- okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, even if you got the... Pr- oh. If you look at the... If you, even if you look at the cover of that, it, 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 it implies Christmas, I do believe. Implies fantasy movie. There's no Christmas trees. <laughs> Christmas is a fantasy, Brian. Um, so, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Jared's taking five shots at Chris Kringle. Father Christmas. Out of all the movies we've watched this month, uh, I've actually had no trouble watching this one. Well, Home Alone as well. I, I just kind of like breezed right through that. But I watched this twice in one day. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it that much. I, I think it's great. I, even though the second time I did kind of like you know I was I was dicking around on Facebook and shit most of the time, uh, thinking about pizza and shit. But uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, no man. I think this is a really fun movie. It holds up. Uh, it's shot really well. All the actors are really fun. I, it's so great to set to see fucking Karen again. Uh, you know, she she's she's just so smiley, and it just makes me think of fucking Indiana Jones. Which is maybe another reason why I love it. Um, Man, all I could see was Small's mom the entire time she was on screen. (laughs) (laughs) Like the first, literally the first time she came on screen, I was like, holy shit, it's Indiana Jones' girlfriend. And then the entire rest of the time, I was like, no, no, it's Small's mom. That's fine. That's fine. I think we should, she should pop up more. I don't know how many more films that she's in. Yeah, I feel like I want to go watch more of her stuff. Was she else? Was she in anything else that's like really big? Oh. Indiana Jones 4. Anything else that was really big? So no. Besides freaking Indiana Jones? <laughs> well, uh, she was in Starman. I mean, I don't know if that that's, was considered that's big, but I is she the I, woman I, in Starman? Classic. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but I remember liking it a lot. So yeah, yeah, she's fucking great, man. It's great to see her. Anyways, I'm gonna give this an eight, and I'm interested to see where you guys fall. Childhood rating ten. Remember how we're doing that? We forgot. <laughs> we forgot to do that for Home Alone. Oh man! Because we all gave it like such. High yeah, marks. well, we all gave man. it tens. So yeah. Well, so, yeah. That childhood doesn't need 10. a childhood rating because that is just that. That's more consistent. Yeah. Uh, having only seen this the one time and not having watched it when I was a kid, uh, I feel like a seven point five is 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 very well earned in this. There's enough things in this that I'm like, ah, it seems like you could have done something different, but still gotten the same point across, maybe more well executed. I really love a lot of the jokes. I really love the fact that they have like the whole the whole like you're a TV executive is just a really interesting take on Scrooge um, and gives a lot of fun ability to do like the concurrent story of, of they're doing the live production while he's actually going through the whole thing. 
Um, I really, really love the fact that he always comes back to like the elevator when he's, or, you know, he's back in the office building as opposed to like his bed, which is what, you know, what I'm used to for most of the other versions of, of the Christmas Carol. Uh, I just think as an adaptation, it's really, really well done. Um, but I can see maybe some of the, the hangups for doing like for this being a fast production, like like Bill Murray was talking about. It's shot so fucking well, though, man. Like, every, every single shot really, really works. Um, and there's a lot of, like, little throwaway gags that totally sell. Um, all right, I'm talking myself up to an 8.5. There we go. 8.5. There's a lot to love, but there's, you know, enough to be annoyed about that it doesn't... It's it's not a perfect movie. Definitely worth watching. Can I just say that I just noticed that on the poster, there's a mistletoe. Wait, that's uh, that's on the Blu-ray uh, art, right? That's not on the theatrical poster. I'm on I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, and their poster has uh, yeah, that's the Blu-ray art. It's the white one. Yes, the white yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. With 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 the with the with death hand holding the mistletoe over. <laughs> yeah, all, o- over uh, a very exuberant Bill Murray. I think the theatrical one sheet. He's, he's like lighting a bow tie. <laughs> Man, all of those posters for this movie. He's like crazy giant grin. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the posters really. I don't. I don't think that they fit. It's very strange. Movie. Like I'm laughing, you're going to as well. <laughs> That's what he does at the table when he gets the highball. Which which he he asks for a highball, but they bring him a vodka drink with an eyeball in it. I don't. Yes, like that. it's an eyeball. Oh, and, and before before he gets <laughs> Kristen and I got, gets and I, it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, that's terrible. Uh, that was that was one of the more subtle jokes in this film. Just <laughs> just saying. Griggs on the DVD before you get past your thing here. Did you notice <laughs> that when uh, he goes down into the sewer and he's like, "Ah, where are we? Trump Tower?" Oh my um, god, I love oh yeah, that, that moment. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that that was one of my bigger jokes. Well, that, that's not what I'm pointing out. Thing. Even though I think that's great. Um, <laughs> I just love that little dig right there. That was fantastic. when we get over to the frozen uh, guy. Yes. Did you notice the freeze frames in the DVD version? Freeze frames, where like they look at him and it's just sitting there, so it doesn't. Anytime look like you he's see moving. his face, especially in a close up, it's a freeze frame and the grain isn't moving. It's just still. I did not notice it, that. It, yeah, so in the Blu-ray, I was like, ah! uh, "Well, okay." <laughs> uh, let me rephrase. Um, there were a couple of moments I wasn't. I, let me say this: I wasn't paying enough attention to to register it in my head as a freeze frame, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, wait, did it just pause? Oh, no, now yeah, it's, it's another a, it shot. It totally feels like, it, like yeah. your movie pauses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the but then they have that really, really great shot where, where like, they they have the two shot, and then they dolly around, and, they, like, you see him close up, and, it, and then it goes to, like, a profile of the dead guy. That the lighting was a really good is moment. so beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's some sure. of the best lighting in, in the movie is in that scene. It feels so good. Yeah, yeah, with with the uh, the light coming through the grate, and then you have like the yeah, silhouettes just, just, like breaking up the light and stuff. Man, oh, it was that was a that well, was really, also knowing really this cool. is 1988, and they didn't have like color timing like we do now, and the, the blues and all that. I don't yeah, know man. if it's just because I don't know if the Blu-ray's been remastered. No, man, it just probably, it yeah, looks probably not. Really good, man. Like they're 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 pulling off some magic in that scene. I mean, you can tell it's sure. not remastered. I don't know when y'all's copy, but like there's like fucking scratches. There's some dirt on like there's dirt on the fucking Paramount logo when it does that cool like well, little zoom in thing. There you can see like fucking oh, hairs in there. It's like, <laughs> damn, damn, man, damn. <laughs> 
and then like uh, this print, like I don't know if they just some of it's just really soft. And I mean, I know the cameras back in the day and, and the lenses and, and film stocks and everything. Like there, sometimes you would get soft images just based off how, how you were shooting, you know. And sometimes you yeah. would want to do that on on close ups for actresses and actors, man. And I I totally get that, but. I did feel like this movie was a little soft. No, there was a lot soft. Like, like it's because uh, they're having a, they weren't using marks, probably. Well, almost every shot. Um, no, not like Bill, it's out Bill of focus. Murray. Just like there were some shots that was like nothing was a hundred percent like in focus on my television. Oh, really? Yeah, and yeah, I think it's just that, like it's just. And there was know? a few. There were definitely a couple scenes where there was some like diffusion on the camera that that would make it not sharp at all. But for sure, like the opening scenes um, with Bill Murray, like most of his close-ups, like they're out of focus. Like they're focusing on like his ear instead of his face, and there's a lot of those kinds of things happening for sure. But yeah, there was there were several scenes where where they had like a, a lot of like haze in the room, and then like some kind of diffusion on the lens, and and like everything is just like let's let's just diffuse the shit out of it, and there's almost nothing in focus, and yeah. There's a lot of those moments, but there's a, there is a lot of impressive lighting in this. Like it, like yeah. the the blues coming in when they're in the uh, the alleyway when uh, Karen Allen's like smoking the joint in the in the, in the bathtub. Oh, I love that. I love oh, the way yeah. that that whole their their yeah their whole apartment is lit really well. It's, it's so it feels so good. Yeah, I don't know, man. And like you were saying, yeah. like uh, the little kid memory, like that stuff looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, it does. Uh, even the little yeah. uh, shitty uh, ghost of a. Uh, Christmas present, the the little dance number ballerina thing, like just with the bubbles oh, yeah. and everything going around, that looked good. You know, it's like, that's just simple. I like when I like when he's going in and, and they shut all the lights off in, in the stage, and then yeah. and then they go all the way down to yeah. the one light that's lighting the Cratchits thing, and then they turn one extra one off. He's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, man, that was a good moment. Yeah, he just hey 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 every single time turn the light off. Yeah, one final one. Kristen, what you rating this? Well, I'm. I keep going back and forth because I think there are a lot of really great moments. Uh, I love the way it looks. I think there are a lot of great jokes. I enjoy watching this. I I don't really feel like anyone's necessarily a bad guy in this. I don't. So I don't really buy the whole concept of this guy needs to reform his life. Maybe I feel like that reflects more upon me and the fact that I've been in this industry for so long. Um. <laughs> Because uh, I kind of get where he's coming from, and I—is uh, it wrong? I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, it, but I feel like everyone else is definitely wrong. Like, don't take a gun to your place of former employment and shoot people. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Who's the dick here? I don't know. I don't know. Look, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I got fired on Christmas Eve. Look, some people need to get fired. I don't know what to That's tell you. True. That's um, true. He didn't know. <laughs> so my wife left me and she took a little baby. Oh man, what a bitch, man! Like in a day. <laughs> Damn. Just because you're having a bad day doesn't mean it's anyone's fault. I mean, look. She, she took look. the kids and ran, man. You, you lost your job. I'm taking the kids and running. Clearly, there were other issues. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> like the fact that he was like, "I'm gonna go buy a bunch, of, like a bottle, and like drink my troubles away." Like oh, I feel man. like that's kind of a red flag, but whatever. It's I guess it's funny. I don't know. He gets splashed um, with the water, and then he like drops his fucking <laughs> bottle of liquor. I did oh. enjoy that. <laughs> oh, he tried so hard to just get drunk. I just want to get drunk. 
Damn. Like, that's not how you solve your problems, I think. That's like, true. I appreciate someone's oh, looking out for him, okay? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the universe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Holy shit, that was the universe looking out for him being like, no! I said no! <laughs> Maybe that was the ghost of Christmas past in the cab, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, it's all connected! <laughs> yeah, all man, connected. it was like taking a newspaper to a dog. No! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, but I, I also didn't see this movie as a kid. I saw it as an adult. So I don't have any sort of nostalgic ties to it. I don't know. I'm going to give this a 6.5 because Ooh. I enjoyed it a lot, but it's not there. Okay. Because like when you have nostalgic ties to something, you, you care a lot about it. But then like when you see something that's like 30 years old and you're just like, oh yeah, it's kind of funny. Like it is. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but like, I don't really care about it. Like there's nothing there for like, you know, what I, I don't know. I, I did enjoy the costumes a lot. Uh, I like the solid gold dancers a lot. Um, I lo- Yeah, I think it looked really great. I actually think it looked really, really great, and I loved all of it. I just feel like, and maybe this is me living in 2020 and not 1984 or whenever it came out, but I just, I'm like, these guys aren't like that much. I, I feel like there are way more evil people in the world now, and so I'm like looking at it, and I'm That's like, well... True. I don't I like I'm way more forgiving of them and maybe that's on that's definitely on me but like also maybe it's a sign of the time that we live in I don't know I just I don't know I feel like it's it misses the whole point of the movie is that you're supposed to do good right like that's the whole point of the movie that's the whole reason the ghosts come is because you're supposed to not be a dick and you're supposed to care about other people but saying on international television you should give a sandwich and a blanket to a homeless person is doing Here. good. <laughs> that was a joke. Because... I don't agree with that as a statement. I just want to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but I mean, that's the you thing should, is. How you should do those do things, have... but that is not the doing good. Yeah, that's the thing is like you have epiphanies, hopefully, hopefully in your life. Yes. You have epiphanies where you're like, I need to do this and this would be my life would be so much better. And other people's like, I can make a difference and my life would be better and their life would be better. And then like, but do you, how often do you follow through consistently for the rest of your life? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there wasn't enough payoff yeah. in this. He only gave one person a raise in that. Like he didn't even actually give his. Well, you don't see what happens. Highly underpaid secretary a raise. Like she was the Bob Cratchit character, and he did not even give yeah. her a raise. All he did yeah. was be excited that her kid finally spoke. I feel like that I was they, a little annoyed by that. I know that she was okay. Like I he made obviously her kid she speak, was bro. Bob Cratchit because she had the tiny Tim. But like at the same time, I feel like they made Bobcat his character more of the focal point of like you should feel sorry for him. Yeah, and I actually didn't feel sorry for him no. because he spoke up oh, hold on no 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 because like he spoke up and he had like great ideas and he was fired for them and like clearly he's uh, he's threatened by that and you need to go find a better place that's more suited for you like you have good ideas you're going to succeed but instead of doing that he was just like oh god i'm like my life is so terrible and all of these terrible things are happening to me and i'm going to go drink my life away or and then i'm going to go shoot everybody else and so like actually i don't feel sorry for you you're kind of a shitty person like maybe this would be should be about you instead of bill murray i don't know um so yeah i feel like it i feel like as far as the original source material <laughs> the christmas carol I, I don't i don't know that i get that payoff so that's why i'm giving it a 6.5 uh but it was very funny i enjoyed it it was very pretty i don't I, i'm very conflicted i don't know 
Think of your fellow man. <laughs> Put a little love in your heart. Put a 6.5 in your heart. And the world <laughs> will be a better place. <laughs> oh, and like a 7.5? Is that, that how the world will be? be a better place. I'm, I'm going to come in at 8.5. Okay. okay. Um, nice. All right. I, I, I will say. The... <laughs> oh, I feel a little better. My shoulders relax. Oh, Jared has put a little love in his heart. Hold on. Hold on. Calm down here. Uh, he... <laughs> He's going to qualify his 8.5 real quick. It does It does get an 8.5 8. because the editors, the cinematographers, the directors, the score is amazing. All, all of these people are doing amazing work here. Mm, valid, preach, seconded. Preach. They, are, sure. they are they s- are sculpting um, the Bill Murray performance here, which I'm sure Bill Murray is always great and he's always funny. But you can see in some of these scenes, especially at the end, where his yes. improv just fucking like. I, and I don't know if it was like you know it was just at the end of the shoot and they were just like you know just let him have his ego moment, bro. Just let him have it. You know, it, it, it is just somebody just vomiting some feel good shit on screen, and it goes on so long it just doesn't work. It really, it is funny. There's a lot of good, really funny moments, and there's a lot of moments I laugh at, but I don't know if they all work together. You know, it's just. And about an hour into the movie, I I do get a little fatigued with this movie, um, and you know that's a little bit of this. We really, I guess, we really haven't talked about it. This, uh, it's the the black comedy meeting this slapstick sense of humor it's just kind of fucking exhausting to me as a viewer mm-hmm. it's just a, personally it's a little much for me I, I like one or the other you know it's like I or I can take a little bit of slapstick in, in my satirical stuff but I it, I it just gets too much after a while it's just like just pick a lane and stay in it god damn it yeah it does change tone a lot it's like many several times it's just, it's just switching back and forth between the tone and it's like I can't quite decide is a slapstick or is a satirical, cynical humor? But outside of that, everything else is like really nice in this film, right? I mean, it's it's fucking yeah, it looks great. It's great. What are you gonna do? It just doesn't work <laughs> as a whole. You know, if I could just, I I kind of uh, when I learned that Bill Murray improved a lot of stuff and they only had one take, and a lot of people like there was a lot of clashes on set. I don't think I could have pinpointed that when I first watched this or any other time that I watched it. But after hearing that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like in hindsight, there's a lot that I feel like it could have been if they had taken more time, it could have been fleshed out a lot better. The characters could have been more developed. There could have been a lot more to this. And I think that would have contributed to a better film overall. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying more time and thinking through it and doing it a couple yeah. times makes a better yeah. film. Wow, that's fascinating. Hmm. It's amazing, right? Interesting. Interesting. I know. <laughs> Take notes. Take that down. That Write is, that down. Whoa, whoa. Hold that on a minute. Let me get a pin. Let me get a pin. That is brand new Write information. Okay. No, because right. like honestly, like the film first time school. I like listen, listen. Because like <laughs> but, when but I they, saw it, like I wouldn't spent have two been like years that on was... this though in pre-production. Like Did they? yeah, the script and shit and like no, no, no. No, but you need that time on set. No, you gotta, you need yeah, time on it's got to be during production. You can spend all the time in the world on pre-production, but if you don't have enough time while you're actually Guys, shooting, that's thing, an actor saying that shit. You know they they shot this for well over fucking seven fucking weeks. You telling me you can't fucking shoot a goddamn comedy in fucking second seven weeks? You calling that fucking rushed? 
Get the fuck out of here. That's Bill Murray wanting to fucking take his time because he's getting paid $6 million. He hadn't come back for a, for a lead role in a really long time. And he wants to be pampered a little bit because he's the hottest <laughs> fucking goddamn shit since fucking Eddie Murphy to break in through well, comedy. So uh, you got to put right. things in perspective. Bill Murray. Maybe fair. it's Bill Murray and Bill Murray doesn't can't do his job. And that's perfectly valid. <laughs> but like after like like hearing all of this and like like looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, actually, like I think he should have maybe Bill Murray should have been more prepared then mm. whether that's because he mm. was rushed or because he didn't prepare or both or i don't know what is whatever i don't know but like actually yeah. like no i feel like it makes a lot of sense to me like i think it i i can see that i can see all of that i can i can see learning that there was drama on set like actually that makes a lot of sense and how the movie came out seven weeks is a long time for a company. yeah that's a long time to shoot yeah. so maybe it's bill murray's fault yeah. like it's probably bill murray's fault but like look like somebody somebody needed to like get their shit together because <laughs> i think it could have been a better movie i enjoyed it a lot but like i think it could have been a better movie i agree with that and with that you've been listening to the movie crew podcast you want to get in touch with us you can do so by sending us an email to the movie crew at gmail.com that's the movie crew crew is spelled c-r-e-w-e that's right extra e at the end of the word crew at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram at movie crew pod jared where can the audience follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, or on Apple Podcasts with my other podcast, Torah Stories. And Griggs where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggs Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That is Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're closing out this show with track number one from the Scrooge yes. soundtrack. That's right. It's titled Put a Little Love in Your Heart, performed <laughs> by Annie Lennox and Al Green. Fuck. Yes. Yes. Enjoy. Happy New Year, everyone.
Take a good look. 